All right, day one, stopping by woods on a snowy evening. Hello, happy National Poetry Month. An analysis of stopping by woods on a snowy evening begins with reading the poem. It's short. Read it several times. Whose woods these are, I think I know his house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near, between the woods and frozen lake the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark, and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. And miles to go before I sleep. If you're ever on YouTube, you can, you know, find me singing. All right, that sound can only mean one thing. It means it's time for the one thing. That's right. If there's one thing you teach from this story, it's going to be this right here. All right, our two-minute lesson plan. The class is about to start. You got two minutes. Here we go. Symbolism. Keep in mind in this poem, all symbols point to death. They include the darkest night of the year, the frozen lake, woods, lovely, dark, and deep, and of course, sleep. To complete this assignment real quick, put on the just draw a line down the board on the left, write symbol, uh, uh, actually make it two lines on the board. Left column, the symbol. You can even include the symbols I just went over, darkest night of the year, frozen lake, woods, and sleep. Or you can make students come up with their own symbols. In the middle column, find an example of that symbol in the poem. So this is citing textual evidence. In the third column, you can either, you can do this together or have students do it independently. Give an analysis how that symbol contributes to the poem's theme. This could be done along with an annotation of the poem, which we went over last podcast episode, or it can just be a standalone, I got two minutes, holy crap, the students are coming in kind of thing. All right, now I'm not going to give you a two-minute lesson plan without giving you some evidence for stopping by woods on a snowy, snowy evening. I got some uh, actual textual evidence, some evidence that students could use in their analysis of the poem. And if you don't feel like sitting down right now and doing a poetry analysis, I got you covered. The rhyme scheme is A-A-B-A, B-B-C, B-C-C-D-C, D-D-D-D. The meter is iambic tetrameter. The rhyme scheme represents the ever-present hand of death reaching back to get us. So one stanza, the, the stanza always reaches back to the previous stanza. The rhyme scheme jolts the reader. We are given a couplet to open each stanza and instinctively expect a couplet to end each stanza. But it doesn't! Instead, the stanza ends with an additional line of rhyme for the couplet. It's familiar, but not what we expect. Death, too, is familiar, but often comes unexpectedly. Students often wonder, why do, I, why do we care about the rhyme scheme? What's the big deal about the rhyme scheme? Well, the big deal is form reflects content. In this case, the form, the, in this case, the rhyme scheme reflects death, which is the overriding topic of the poem. The poem takes place in the dead of winter as the speaker watches the woods fill up with snow. Nearby is a frozen, lifeless lake. It's the darkest evening of the year. It's death. The horse senses something amiss and shakes his bells, knocking the speaker and the reader out of a trance. In line 13, the woods are lovely, dark, and deep. Sounds inviting to the reader the chance to rest eternally. Lines 14 through 16, the speaker realizes it's not his time to enter the woods. He has promises to keep and miles to go before he sleeps. Here's my paragraph analysis. I'm just going to give you my paragraph analysis. In stopping by woods on a snowy evening, Robert Frost contemplates death. 
The setting symbolizes death. There's a frozen lake nearby a woods filled up with snow on the darkest evening of the year. The speaker is enchanted with the woods, death, and stops to ponder. The rhyme scheme, with one line of rhyme present in each preceding stanza, mirrors the thought of death reaching into the speaker's thought. Although the woods become inviting to the tired traveler, as death does for some, the speaker realizes he cannot yet stop and rest because of his promises. The last two lines seem to be a lament at what lies ahead, a long life without rest. There you go. That is the National Poetry Month poem of the day. Stopping by woods on a snowy evening. 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 Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 